Welcome to the Berkhamsted Spotlight, Berkhamsted School's podcast channel. Join our weekly guests from inside the classroom to behind the scenes of our day-to-day activities through to life beyond Berkhamsted School. Find out what it's really like to be part of our remarkable community. Remarkable community indeed. In this episode of the Berkhamsted Spotlight, we're stepping into Heatherton because on the morning of Friday the 18th of March, they'll be holding an open event. So if you're a member of the school community, then why not share this episode with people you know who might be interested in coming along? To book your place, just visit www.berkhamsted.com forward slash admissions and everything you need is right there. But in the meantime, let's jump into this with head teacher Nicola Nicole talking about Heatherton and science. Find out about the remarkable people and pupils at Heatherton. Nicola, thank you for joining us here on the podcast. How are you today? I'm really well, thank you, Simon, and thank you for having me. Uh, we've been back in our Trinity term, the summer term, for about three weeks now, and it's been brilliant to see uh, such, you know, some normal behaviour attending. We've had some clubs come back. Uh, it's been great to see the girls outside cycling, running, mm. playing tennis, practicing athletics for the sports day. So lots of normal things, and it's been great to be moving towards summer and having the longer days and a little bit more warmth and sunshine has been good. Yeah, I think we all definitely look forward to warmth and sunshine as the summer months come to us, and especially in a school environment, of course. Now, we're looking forward to hearing all about science at the school in particular. But before we get there, could you just tell us a little bit about your own education? So where you went to school and what your first job maybe was after you left school? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I moved around a little bit. Both of my parents were teachers and mm-hmm. so as my father in particular changed jobs and moved up the scale, uh, we, we changed areas and uh, he ended up becoming a head teacher, which has been a real inspiration for me. Okay. And also great to have someone to, to talk to about, about the job. So I went to um, state schools in different counties, but very, very happy days. And uh, in my, my experience, just part of me wanting to be a head has been wanting to recreate some of those those happy, memorable times of, of learning and enjoying school and, mm. and taking as many opportunities as, as we can. I ended up going to Liverpool to study biomedical sciences. Okay. And in fact, my first job was as a research scientist in a pharmaceutical company uh, in a development team trying to develop a new vaccine for hepatitis B. So sort of very bizarrely, a bizarre connection there. And what happened is that in building up these um, these vaccines, these different parts of the process, I was part of a team, but we were very isolated. And as we worked through our, our different processes, I realized how important it was for me to work with other people. Hmm. And the parts of the job that I really enjoyed was working with others, uh, leading a team, presenting, encouraging. And I realized that although I'd been quite uh, resistant to my parents saying I'm sure you want to be a teacher when you grow up I said no I won't be because you are I I found quickly that it was something that I really wanted to do myself and then I trained to be a teacher a science teacher and then how long have you been teaching for um it's over 20 years now so I I had my first job in 1999 Mm -hmm. Um, my first job was in Thomas's in Clapham and uh, I'd trained to be a secondary school science teacher 
and I joined a prep school that went up to year eight. So I had this nice overlap with year seven and eight. Mm. And on my first day of teaching, I was with a year five class and I showed them a, a demonstration experiment. And at the end of it, they all clapped. And I thought, mm. well, this is the job for me. <laughs> and do you know why they clapped? They were amazed. And, and one of the things that's so wonderful about science and teaching science is the, the wonder and amazement of the pupils as they see things happening and, and realise what's happening. Mm. And it opens mm. them up to a whole new world. So let's talk about science then. First of all, big question. Why is science important? Well, in my opinion, it's really important because obviously it helps us all to understand the world around us. It's a driver for change, I believe. It improves our lives, increases the quality of our lives. And also in terms of in school studying science, pupils have a chance to problem solve, to make links, to think about logical sequencing and critical thinking, analysing. So there's sort of understanding the world around us and then there's the skills that are needed to to work through science. And I think actually if we reflect on the year that we've just had, it's been a long time <clears throat> since science and the importance of science was, was in such sharp focus. <laughs> you know, the, um, the pandemic has really illustrated that the people we turn to <clears throat> when we come up against these kinds of problems are the scientists. Mm -hmm. And we've all looked to the scientists to make a vaccine in response to the pandemic. And I think that's been a, an amazing platform and something that we can all relate to. We've seen a problem, and then we've seen all these really amazing people find a solution to the problem, mm. and that's affected every single one of us as a global issue. Do you think that pupils in schools can now see the difference that science can make in the world, given that they've been seeing these press briefings on television over the last 12, 18 months of these top scientists sharing their findings with the world? I think so. I think it. I think it's something that we can all all relate to, and I, I feel that the last year has been such a monumental moment. It's it's almost our generation's equivalent of the landing on the moon, or something really mm. extraordinary, where mm. we've all watched with bated breath as lots of teams, you know, huge numbers of people have worked behind the scenes to come up with something really quite extraordinary and remarkable. We we were really lucky enough at Heatherton to have a guest speaker online remotely okay. in an assembly, Professor Matthew Snape, who is leading the, um, the Oxford vaccine group. And uh, it was a real privilege to listen to him talking to all the girls about how the group worked on the vaccines, the importance of vaccines. He was, you know, such a fascinating person to listen to, mm. uh, really inspirational. And he talked about, you know, prevention being better than cure and how He'd gone into medicine because he wanted to help people. He went mm -hmm. into paediatric medicine because he wanted to help children. Mm. And then he thought, what's the best way I could help children? Uh, and that's actually you know, helping to prevent disease rather than cure it. And that's what mm. led him into um, vaccination programmes. OK, so we've, we've seen a lot in the press recently about girls thinking about doing science subjects at GCSE. Why do you think that that's important? I think it's incredibly important. You know, we've long heard about the gender gap between boys and girls mm. taking up science subjects. And there's been long you know, debates about the reasons for that, whether it's, you know, the confidence, um, you know, the sciences are, are generally considered to be some of the hard subjects, um, perhaps because of their potential to be a bit abstract in, in, you know, physics, chemistry. But I think over the last few years, I think in terms of higher education, I think the gap has closed looking at the, the GCSE results for mm -hmm. over the last few years. You know, certainly 
girls have always been a little bit ahead in biology, boys in physics, but I think they're beginning to even out. But where the gap is still very broad is after higher education. It's in in careers, Mm. and it's um, something like one in five top jobs in STEM, in science, technology, engineering, and maths careers. It's only one in five that are held by women. So although women and men make up 50% of taking science subjects in higher education, it's not translating into careers. And I think that's really why that's an important issue to to discuss and hopefully to change is because, you know, we really need to rely on 100% of our our human brain power, Hmm. 100% of the skills to make innovation. And um, everybody has something to offer. Everybody has a different viewpoint, a different way of thinking, a different creativity and a different way of approaching a problem. And so I think we need to rely on everybody, not just half of our population. So Mm. I think it's really important to encourage girls to continue their journey in science. And we we were lucky enough at Heatherton to have an old Berkhamsteadian pupil. Okay. It's called Dr. Susie Imber, who is a a planetary scientist who works uh, in research at the University of Leicester. And she's a you know real wonderful inspiration to the girls at Heatherton, Mm. and uh, you know to the girls around the country. Um, because she has done some incredible research, really fascinating. Um, And she spoke to us about some of the things that she's been looking at. She's scoped out and found new mountain ranges and then climbed them. She has been researching how to land rovers onto different planets like Mercury. Um, She had an influence in the the rover that landed on Mars. And she's um, absolutely fascinating to listen to. But at the same time, she's really relatable. She was really good fun, and mm-hmm. a great speaker. Mm. Uh, she was also on, on TV. She was in a TV show called Astronauts, Do You Have What It Takes? Oh, right. Okay. Where she went through a whole series of different activities and tests that she and um, some others were, were put through. And she went on to win, win the, the show, win the competition. Oh, wow. To prove that she could be an astronaut. She could train to be an astronaut. And yeah. It was yeah. a fascinating show to watch. So that's great to have people like, a, you know, a planetary scientist come back and talk to some of the girls. But tell me about some of the other things that you do in school to keep them encouraged and fired up on the subject of science. Absolutely. Well, science is a really strong subject at Heatherton. And um, we we start from right at the very beginning. So our science specialist teachers will go into the nursery Mm-hmm. And we'll start right from the, the very beginning to make sure that we offer the, the best opportunity to have the best start in education. And they'll go in and, and just work through with them about the, the world around them and understanding about the basic laws of nature, about gravity and how things work mm-hmm. uh, and finding the fun in it, understanding how water flows and volume and all these things that children can learn without necessarily knowing that they're learning it's mm. just through mm. fun and, and play. And it's something that we really have a focus on through assemblies and speakers, through some themes in school, themes that run through lots of different subjects. We're really interested in outdoor learning mm-hmm. and we like to get the girls outside as much as possible and interact with, with nature and learn as much as they can in situ. But it's something that we we promote through keeping their interest. So we had uh, we had some workshops from 
the Royal Observatory in London uh, okay. online, which was mm-hmm. absolutely brilliant for the girls to learn about a little bit more about the solar system. You mentioned a couple of minutes ago about STEM. For parents that are listening to this and, and they've heard STEM and you did helpfully explain what STEM was, but can you just unpack what that actually is and how it looks for the girls at Heatherton? Yes, absolutely. So STEM stands for um, science, technology, engineering and maths. And those subjects were put together to help schools to provide a working package across each year group. Some schools refer to it as STEAM, they add in art. Okay. And I think that's a really interesting an interesting one to consider because a lot of people tend to think that science and the creative arts are on the opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm. But many, like me, have the view that they're very closely related okay. and that there is a, a creativity in science and technology and engineering and maths that's needed to move things forward. So traditionally, you would learn what has gone before you and what other people have found. Mm-hmm. But then there's a sort of higher level thinking where creativity comes in and allows pupils to think how they could apply those previously learnt principles. Oh, I and see. that's a way of finding out new things and that's how things move forward. So creativity in terms of looking forward as opposed to observing what's already been created and appreciating the the creativity in such as the intricacies of a, of a baby's ear that's just been born, something like that. Absolutely. The, the, the creativity to think outside of the box and to think of something that hasn't happened before mm. and to th- come up with an original thought is a very creative process. You know, I've read about, you know, Albert Einstein apparently was an incredibly creative person and uh, his theories were actually at the time unproven and completely in his mind and thought out in his creativity Mm. Um, Mm. and it's only since his thoughts and and coming up with those things coming up the theories of relativity that we've been able to prove any any parts of them. Nicola I'd like to ask you what's been your remarkable moments at Berkhamsted? One of my remarkable moments has been just actually starting joining the group so I joined the team in September 2020 so I'm mm-hmm. fairly new to to the group and to the school and I was really overwhelmed by the support and welcome that I was offered and the thoughtfulness of the team so so from the the sort of staff and, and adult team perspective I had this incredible welcome from you know flowers and um, when my husband and I first moved into our new house uh, because we were new to the area, we were given a, a meal and uh, nice. all sorts of lovely yeah. touches like that that mm. made me feel really welcome and part of a really supportive, fantastic team of people to work with. And then in, in getting to know the school, the staff and the girls, the Heatherton has got such a special feel. Everybody who comes here comments on there's something so special about it. It's really hard to put your finger on what it is, mm. but it's that it's that extra thing you walk in and it's it's a wonderful place to be through lockdown I spent lots of time remotely going into other classes and meeting up with teachers and girls through remote learning online and uh, I helped out in the year five form class Mm -hmm. and I had the privilege of of spending some one-to-one time with lots of different pupils one of the things that really blew me away was the girls attitude their positivity that they Mm. they still had this joie de vivre they still had this joy of learning and the positives that they found they they adapted Mm -hmm. they were there they were keen 
They were keen to join in to the extent where uh, in one science lesson, they were all holding their cameras, trying to show each other the parachutes that they'd made to try to get a, a boiled egg to land safely, having been thrown out of a window or off the end of the the staircase (laughs) without cracking you mean without cracking (laughs) (laughs) so it was lovely to share those experiences with them and I think there were what what struck me as remarkable was the girls continued Mm. joy in Mm. learning what's been one of the best things about schools starting to return to normal in the first half of 2021 following the pandemic of 2020 well, it's, it's been an extraordinary year. And as I mentioned, I was new to the to the school in September. So I joined as we were returning after the first lockdown. And it came with a, a sort of anticipation and hesitancy in, in the community. Um, and everybody was united in, in our desire to be in school, but also concerned to make sure we were doing the right thing, following the guidelines and staying safe oh, and yeah. keeping everybody safe and well. Mm-hmm. And obviously you know more so than ever the the um, emphasis was on safety hmm. and health um, rather than education and, and safety being taken into consideration hmm. so it was a really str- really strange time um, and then obviously we went into the second lockdown and the community again really pulled together and I think that's something really special about the Heatherton community is that the pupils and staff and parents pulled together in, in such a an amazing way we all realized that this was a difficult time the parents was were so supportive of the teachers and would regularly send positive messages to say you know we're really grateful for everything you're doing you're doing a fantastic job and thank you and uh, we equally were very grateful to them uh, for their support obviously with the the younger years the girls need a lot of help needed mm-hmm. help to log on and to <clears throat> to take part and to interact with the online learning but we pulled together as a, as a community and uh, it's just fantastic now to feel that we that you know the vaccination program has come such a long way mm, we're really yeah. far down the road with you know the government's roadmap mm. and we really can see the light at the end of the tunnel so it's just <clears throat> fabulous to be to be in school everybody's very grateful to be in school and to see some normality returning in, in clubs and activities and trips mm. and visits as we move towards the summer Nicola tell me one thing you've changed your mind about over the last couple of years I think like everybody else, I've had a, a chance to reflect again as, as life has slowed down. I think we probably would all agree that we we live, most, most of us live quite busy, frenetic lives and mm. uh, modern life can, can be like that. And I think going through the lockdown periods, I think slowed everybody down and gave us a chance to take a breath and reflect on what's important. And I think for me, it was a chance to just reflect again on what's important to me you know thinking about family and friends and spending time with people and values and experiences rather than some of the things we can all get sidetracked with Mm. so I think rather than changing my mind about something I think just having a chance to reflect and remind myself of what's important has Mm. been a really you know an interesting part I think it's, it's it has been a remarkable year for the for the country when we had these events like Captain Tom Moore and, mm. and people who who stood out, um, you know, appreciating the NHS, these moments, these poignant moments where we appreciate other people yeah. and what, what they've done, a positive upspin of, of the last year has been us coming together as a community and appreciating each other and appreciating your neighbours, appreciating the people mm. who live on your street mm. and the ability to spend time 
with other people. Just got to make sure that we hold on to some of those good things we picked up in the last 12, 18 months. Absolutely. I hope we will. We need to bring this to a close in a minute, but for anyone who's heard anything and might want to get in touch with any questions about anything at all, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Well, if you have a look at our website, we have an email address and telephone numbers to contact our admissions or to contact Heatherton School directly. Mm -hmm. And we'd love to see you. We are offering tours, personalised tours, and we do have open days coming up. So please do get in touch and we can provide you with any information or or to come in and, and have a look, which would be ideal. Nicola, look, thank you for your time. It's been really good to hear about STEM. It's been great to hear about life at school. Uh, it's been great to hear about you as well. So thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. So that was head teacher Nicola Nicole talking about Heatherton and science. And don't forget that you can book your place to the open event by visiting berkhamstead.com forward slash admissions. In the meantime, don't forget to follow or subscribe to this podcast channel so you can stay in touch and we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.